It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Welcome back to the National Security Hour. We're on with Dr. Michael Scheuer and Colonel Mike, the two Mikes. We're happy to be back on America Out Loud, where you get the info you don't get anywhere else on the National Security Hour. Live, 7 o'clock. So today is President's Day in America. And we used to have it where every president had his day, Washington, Lincoln. But apparently they joined them all together because this is revisionist history. If you look up President's Day, President's Day today online, you'll find nothing but sales where you can go buy stuff. What's, what's closed? The bank, post office. It's a holiday. It's like a big, long weekend, right? And uh, everybody's out doing their thing. And it's just, hey, forget about it. What's more important is we have a whole month, Black History Month. That is more important than the presidents, celebrating the presidents. So that's what we've had for February so far in America. So I would like to, at this point, bring on my great co-host, Dr. Michael Shoya, who's an historian, by the way, and knows a little bit about history in America. And he's going to tell us a few things about today, President's Day. Go ahead, Mike. Well, Colonel, it's, uh, I've always considered President's Day as a, a step toward destroying American history. I can't remember now how long ago it was uh, uh, begun, but it, as you said, it folded everyone in, every president. And certainly we've had some presidents that are worth remembering, but we've had far more that are entirely forgettable. And if you're going to have a president's day, we had uh, 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 Abraham Lincoln on the 12th of February, and then General Washington coming up this week on the uh, 22nd. W you know, whatever your view of them, one of the most, uh, two of the most uh, uh, significant figures in American history. And now they're wrapped up with Warren Harding and Bill Clinton and Bush Jr. and, uh, you know, Zachary Taylor and Chester A. Arthur and a bunch of really um, perhaps useful executives, but they didn't do much for the country at all. And we we, we lose track of, of uh, people who should be heroes when they're melded together with mediocrities. And uh, that's what the, the government's been after for so long. Uh, we now have Martin Luther King uh, with a day of his own, which is fair enough, I suppose, but he's nowhere near as important as either Lincoln or uh, Ronald Reagan, or uh, uh, President Washington, and so we—it's—it's we, it's a blow against common sense. It's a blow against what Mr. Dorse calls uh, uh, critical thinking, and it's a—it's planned. It's part of the routine to destroy Americans' knowledge of their own history, and then it, then denigrate it more and more until they send it into oblivion and begin to speak about. Uh, uh, you know, uh, the, 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 somehow the new vital multicultural, uh, multilingual, multi-doofus society that we're creating. So 
the 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 president's day is a holiday that's a net loss for America. All right, so let's let's just cut in here a second. Uh, just another repeat. You're on the National Security Hour on America Out Loud, and we're live every Monday at 7 p.m. Two mics. So today we'll, we're doing a little bit of history, and then we're going to show you how the slippery slope already went down the slope and hit the tree with two apples. Okay, um, just a little background: who we are, Dr. Scheuer. Uh, is it 27 years, Mike, in the, in the agency? No, uh, a little bit more than 23. Okay, a little bit more than 23. I'm sorry. You know, I, I can't count it anyway. You know? <laughs> I don't even know how to put commas in between the words. So Mike has got everywhere. <laughs> Mike's got a little bit better than 23 years in the agency. And I would say I have over 20 on the, uh, what, what would we say, contract kind of stuff. So uh, between the both of us, we got about, what, 45, 40-something years around the Intel community and uh, where he was and where he was working through uh, in, in the analyst division and where I was out on the, and he was out on the road with teams too. Don't get me wrong. He's been in different countries all around. Um, and I was out in different countries. We've watched this movie in the past. We saw this movie. We saw how the slippery slope just gets slide, 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 slide. And then the next thing you know, you say, oh, what happened in that country? Oh, what happened in that Oh, what happened to those leaders? Oh, what happened to that democracy? You see, and slowly by pointing a finger at one group, you can get the results you need to have the country follow you because the other guy has a nicer mustache or the other guy has a nicer haircut or the other guy has a nicer Van Dyke or the other guy has a nicer beard or he has a nicer speech or he has a nicer face. And then you get a collaboration where that's thrown out the uh, window. And that's where we are. Forget about slippery slope. Uh, you know, there's people out there now want to run for president who are telling you, you know, we still have a chance. OK, it's a very hard turn. This, you, it's hard to steer this ship back on track or turn it around. OK, this is not a simple. If you want to listen to some of the other shows on the National Security Hour, you'll get an idea where we're going. And how we can turn this around, if we can turn this around. And by the way, it's got to be with the grace of God, period, stop, comma, exclamation point, whatever you want, quotation marks. Because if God is not in the deal, we're not getting in the deal, all right? It's over. So here's what I say. Right now, and Michael agree, I think, for all of you out there who understood Mao and was around and you saw what happened with Mao's revolution, and for the younger ones who probably didn't learn about that, also, as well, for you people who knew about Cambodia or didn't know about Cambodia with Pol Pot, you know, that was the Killing Fields. Great movie. Killing Fields, right? Uh, we are there. We are there. Now, we're going to they're going to try to do the revisionist history. Um, Mike's going to speak a little bit in detail in a minute or two about where we're going. Biden has just made major announcements with his new director, what do you call those? The common tell, Mike? What do you call those guys? <laughs> uh, Susan Rice. Rice Aroni's back in the news. And that's something you want to follow. Now, remember, we're not going to get on here every week and tell you, here's five points, three points, seven points, ten points. You know, follow the yellow brick road. There's no yellow brick road here. You know, if you pull the curtain back, you're going to see the Wizard of Oz. But you've got to be able to take the veil off to see the Wizard of Oz. Okay. And listen, we've been doing radio. 
and podcast in 13 years. And we're happy to be on America Out Loud. We're happy to be on National Security Hour and push what we know. And you're welcome to send us emails and comments. And we're, we're thankful to America Out Loud and our producer, executive producer, Mary Farron. You can send us comments and emails. You got questions? No problem. We'll try to answer them for you. All right. But I'm just telling you, today is President's Day. And it's very sad because we grew up in another time, another generation. And you go, ah, these old foggies. Yeah, we're over 70. That's right. We're over 70. But we still got the noodles. OK, we still got the brains. And we know where we're going. So, Mike, how do we avoid this hitting the iceberg kind of thing? Well, I think we're, we have to stop the flooding. The iceberg's already been hit. Okay. Uh, the two rigged elections and, and uh, the general behavior of Democrats as savages and, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, murderers. Uh, we are where we are. And so it's, 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 a, it's a, an idea of saving the ship from sinking, not from hitting the iceberg. The iceberg is yesterday's news. And I think that there's a point to be, another point to be made is that when we, we were very conscious at the founding of the nation of not um, hero, hero, heroizing people who did a good job, but were amongst others who did a very good job. We didn't want to have a place like England where there were sirs and lords and earls and viscounts and the rest of it who were simply recognized because they came from a wealthy family or had an enormous business or were important politicians. That was the reason we only had two president's days a while ago, because Lincoln and Washington, for better or worse, are head and, and shoulders above all the other presidents we've had. And they chip away at that. It's the same thing on postage stamps. Postage stamps were used, supposed to be used generally to honor heroic Americans, the flag, and uh, other activities that um, formed the United States, where there was wars, the Depression. And now we have everybody from rap singers to uh, butterflies to... Um, the world, great world of, uh, of clams and seals and eels in the water. Uh, and it's just a, it's a, it's a, uh, it, it, it's going to try to leave the only major voice in this country as uh, the government telling you who should, you should admire, who you should not. And well, my favorite, my favorite stamp is the Mississippi River and the lighthouse, you know. <laughs> There's some beautiful stamps, but the recent ones are amazing. You know, in a Christian country, we have a, 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 a things for Christmas, but also for Kwanzaa mm -hmm. and for, uh, um, you know, the Muslim holidays. What the hell is that? You know, we well, should reinforce the important things to American society, not the minimal or peripheral. Well, my, Mike, I know when you go to the uh, Middle East and the Isla Islamic countries and the Hindu countries and the Buddhist countries, I noticed they all have uh, Mother Mary and Jesus on their stamps, too. <laughs> but you got to look hard because you need special glasses. Well, th this year, when I went to the stamp to the uh, post to get stamps for Christmas cards, there were two um, Christmas stamps pertinent to U.S. society. One was a, a kind of a secular one for I can't remember if if the Peanuts characters were on it or not. And the other one was the Blessed Mother. But the rest of them were, I, I couldn't even name all the uh, 
uh, groups, or I didn't know at least, all of the groups, religious groups, so-called religious groups, fraud religious groups that were included in those in those stamps. And it's uh, it, you, you, your country needs heroes, but it doesn't need false heroes. And uh, right now we're getting endless numbers of false heroes being thrown up, like this clown uh, Susan Rice who you just spoke about. Oh, before we get to Susan Rice Roney, let's just uh, say I want to just give a shout out to Peter Wood. It was Peter Wood who came out with the the book Diversity: The Myth, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's the myth, yeah, Diversity: uh, The Creation of a Myth by Peter Wood. And it was put out, I think, 12, 13 years ago. And that's what they're doing. The, the diversity, the racial equity, the equity, you know, all this stuff. And we'll get into that right after the commercial break, maybe in the second segment. Got a few more minutes in this segment. Uh, and then we'll talk about where they're going. Now, again, I mentioned early on Mao and Pol Pot. Okay, Mao, Cultural Revolution China, Communist China, CCP still alive, PLA still alive, Communist Party of China. People's Liberation Army. Uh, you know, history is what it is. Sometimes you forget, sometimes you don't forget. Okay. So all this thing about, hey, democracy, we're a republic, we're a democracy. You know, we have a uniparty. <laughs> we don't have any strong Republicans, ladies and gentlemen. Uniparty. Everybody's on board for Ukraine with a U. Ukraine. Now, some people had on their Facebook profiles, I stand with Ukraine. Imagine they all took that off now. Ever since January, it just vanished. Nobody's standing with Kentucky. Nobody's standing with Florida. Nobody's standing with these other places who had massive hurricanes and storms. Look at Alabama. I think they had four or five hurricanes or big, big things down there. Texas got hit, you know. But nobody's standing with the states that they belong to, the United States. They stand with these countries. Billions and billions and billions of dollars. You all know about the trains. We're not going to get into the trains today. Let somebody else do that. But we're really excited, Mike and I, about talking in the next segment, what's coming down the pike. And it's already been approved, and it's been approved without your congressional approval. We used to have that thing, too, called Congress, which had the House and the Senate. And like treaties, it's just like, throw them out the window, man. Hey, come on, I'm, I'm the president. I, executive orders are all in for me. And you know what? I'll be the most corrupt president. You're going to love me for it. How's that? So, Mike, we got, uh, let's see. We got two minutes before a commercial. Let's go to whatever you want to say in the next two minutes. Go ahead. Well, there's, there, there, there is a lot to say. And it's uh, we'll talk about it, as you said, more in the next segment. But. All right, let me give them a shout out. It's America Out Loud, and you're on the National Security Hour, 7 o'clock, Mondays, two mics. If you don't know who we are, you can look us up. And uh, we'll tell you at the end of the show how you can look us up. But right now, we're going to talk about America Out Loud, National Security Hour, executive producer, Mary Fanning, where you're going to get all the unfiltered news, unfiltered. Now, again, I told you in the beginning, we have a lot of experience. We're not guys that were selling hot dogs two years ago. Mike wasn't selling cotton candy at the, at the uh, festivals. What is, what is those called? State fairs, right, Mike? State yeah. fairs, yes, sir. State fairs, that's right. You weren't at the state fair selling cotton candy, and I wasn't doing the corn dogs. I know that. So My uh, specialty was sweet potatoes. 
Sweet potatoes. Yeah, that's, you, you cook them in the backyard with no heat. It's amazing <laughs> the way you do it. I think you do it in the sun now, right? You save some energy for the greenies, right? Yeah, All right, so let's go right to it. Hey, it's commercial. We'll be back at the next segment. You're on America Out Loud, National Security Act. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Well, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter the body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. Welcome back to America Out Loud, the National Security Hour with two mics. We're on live every Monday, 7 p.m. So don't forget to tune us in, download the app, go check out the podcast, the recordings. We're on iHeartRadio, and you can find us almost everywhere. It's two mics on America Out Loud, 7 p.m., the National Security Hour, where you get the unfiltered news. Great hosts, five days a week. I want to welcome my co-host back. Dr. Michael Shoya. Mike, welcome back. Thank you, Cheryl. It's segment two. So what would you like to hit on? Would you like to go right to the Biden story that we want to talk about? Well, I think I want to make one, one, one thing that I couldn't get out of my mouth at the end of the last segment is we're into the what now must be the fourth decade or the third decade of, of diversity. And the big secret between about diversity and multiculturalism is they, they have never been able to, to provide any information, survey information, uh, hired information about, uh, say, university grades or grades from school children, that diversity does anything but destroy whatever it touches. It, it makes every, the, the lowest common denominator becomes the denominator of everything. Schoolwork, work in the workplace, um, and, and any advancement that depends on competition, multiculturalism and diversity is the bane of people who are gifted with, with a, a good brain and a good work ethic. It's the down, it's the down uh, sizing, the, the elimination, if you will, of the work ethic in this country, of the achievement ethic in this country, and uh, really an effort to pit the, the useless and 
um, the pointless against high achievers of, of whatever race and so create animosity between them. The, the two things that are ruining America more than anything are, are the inbred now uh, pr presenters, teachers, advocates of diversity and multiculturalism. It is, it is, a, it is a plague. Are you done? I'm done. All right. Well, let me just say this to the listener. Just pick up uh, the latest, uh, latest uh, copy of Forbes magazine and take a look in the Forbes magazine. I don't have my copy with me, but I will just give you a quick brief. Um, if you look in there, you will see major players, major companies, major corporations who have uh, black Americans running as CEOs, COOs, CFOs, and now they have a new position, which is like a racial equity kind of position. But there's always been smart people, whether black, white, Asian, uh, Hispanic, Indian American, uh, meaning native, okay, who are the heads of these companies. You look at some of these major corporations, we have uh, Indians from South Asia, that are in CEO levels. We have uh, Black Americans. We have we have people from all races and colors and, and nationalities who are running them. So they're playing this game on us to pit the two races against each other. Now they're including the Asians, and now they're including Native Americans, and they're including this one. They just want to pit everybody. In plain English, what it means is is everybody but white, and that's what we're going to talk about right now. Right now. On this story, which is a major story, it's February 18th, um, Biden gives power to Susan Rice for sweeping racial equity makeover of the federal government. Now, I'm going to repeat that. Makeover of the federal government, agency equity teams, quotation marks to be established to run all departments and re-educate workers. Listen to the last two words, re-educate workers. Where did we hear that? During the Mao revolution, and we heard that with Pol Pot. When they started shooting the educated, they started shooting academia, they started shooting the doctors in the killing fields in Cambodia. Ladies and gentlemen, we're there. We're there. Uh, you're not going to get saved by Jimmy Jordan. You're not going to get saved by Ron DeSantis. You're not going to get saved by Mr. Trump. We're there. So you have to now go into the education mode, start reading up on this and see where it's going. Because Mike is the best at reading this stuff. And, you know, Rice is now the chair of the new White House Steering Committee on Equity. Mike is going to tell you about equity and equality, too. And uh, it's to conduct a sweeping racial equity progressive makeover of the federal government with the establishment of agency equity teams in all departments. Executive order. Executive order. This is not gone before the Congress. So tell me, do we still have a republic, Dr. Mike? Let's go for that. Yeah, I don't think so. I think we have to re realize that uh, we had a terrific guest on our program on the two mics called, uh, his name was Dr. John Duros Jr. And he writes uh, very interesting material. And he argues that, and I think correctly, that what equality is, is equal opportunity. And what equity is, is uh, equal results. And to, re to get equal results, everybody has to be treated the same, except for whites in this, in this particular instance with Biden and, and, and Rice. And I think the point is, uh, 
no two people on earth are equal, except in the United States in the face of the law. Every American of any color, uh, sex, whatever, is entitled to equality under the law. Equity would mean the law would be, would be bent as it is in the case of BLM and as it is in the case of other the jackals that are the Democrats' operatives in the streets. The law is now being bent to give them equity because they're Black or they're Asian or they're uh, whites who hate whites. And so they need to be accommodated in a different way by the law. There's no one is equal. Uh, everybody, there's a lot of people smarter than I am. There's a lot of people dumber than I am. And it really comes up to what kind of person you are. Are you uh, energetic? Do you work hard? Do you have a capacity for, for critical thinking? Another thing Dr. Droz wrote beautifully about. But if you, if you, the, the rest is just putting a thumb on the scale to benefit losers for the most part. Where you work out problems uh, about race, between races, among races, is in the, with the law. But now they've so twisted the law in favor of, what did you call them? Under, un, underserved communities, mm -hmm. what that means. All that is, is a, is a method, a machine for hiding the term anti-white racism and anti-achievement and anti uh, uh, all the good things in life, really. It's a, it's a help from the government for the losers. And if there was ever a loser that I ran into in the federal government on frequent occasions, it's Susan Rice. So she's perfect. And we have to remember, she sat there with Brennan, Obama, um, uh, the, the real tall FBI director. Mueller? Mueller. No, not Mueller, his successor. Oh, Comey. Comey. And planned the, the coup against Trump using the Russian uh, farce. Mm -hmm. So that's her, that's what she's made of is farce, and she's gotten to where she is because of the color she is, not mm -hmm. because of her brain. Well, also you could look up her background. It's very simple to find out who she is. In addition to delivering equitable outcomes, the executive order charges each agency equity team with things such as ensuring continued equity training and leadership development, huh, and uh, private capital. We got to get the private capital over to the equity. Now, let me just say something to you. We live in the Beltway area. Well, on the outskirts of it, but we've been there over 30 years, Mike and I. And if you haven't been in the Beltway area, and you might have came, come to Washington at one time, seen the Cherry Blossoms, National Air and Space Museum, Congress, whatever, you could just go right outside that area into Montgomery County, Prince George County, Anne Arundel County, and Maryland, and find out how many people there in Maryland, in blue Maryland, work for the government, just like in blue Virginia, Arlington County, Fairfax County, Prince William County, right? Okay. Well, these counties are some of the most wealthiest counties with Black Americans and Asian Americans and South Asian Americans, because we want to just differentiate. You know, you got Chinese and you got Southeast Asian, then you have South Asian, right? Okay. So, just in the Dulles Corridor where the uh, airport is, which is Loudoun County, always in the news, one of the richest counties in the country, uh, there is no racial inequality. There's no uh, inequality at all. 
And then if you go down to Atlanta, uh, one of the most prosperous uh, areas of uh, Black Americans um, and the suburbs of Atlanta, uh, some of the most wealthiest cities and counties. So where are we looking? What, what's happened that all of a sudden Biden says we have to do this? We have to do this because we have to make equality and equity. What it is, is just another component of taking it and ripping the Constitution and going right from republic direct, go to CCP, communism, don't pass go, don't collect $200. Would you say that's about right, Mike? I think that's exactly what it is. And it's not, they don't even bother to try to disguise it. No, there's no more disguise. No. Remember, let's go back in a little bit, just a little bit down the history. What is it called? Memory Lane. Memory Lane. Remember, Memory Lane was a guy named Obama who came out on that big night and said, we're going to make that transformation of America. And you know what he did? He started the ball rolling. Now, I'm telling you, Mike, I'm getting a little spooky on this. I may be getting too old, but I'm going to tell you something. My brains are starting to tell me that this guy, Joe, is not as stupid and senile as he looks. I think, I think they put Obama up front, knowing that Biden was going to be right after that deal, okay, sooner or later, because he kept all the Obama, the Obama team, right? And I think you can use a guy like him, and ah, he doesn't understand, he's old, he can't remember, blah, blah, blah. But he sure does know how to get the 10%. He sure does know how to cover for his family. You know, we got gangsters running the country, man. We got oligarchs, we got gangsters, and we're we're the best of fascism since Mussolini. We got all these. Remember, all these corporations, right, Mike? In China, all they are are Trojan horses for China. They got them lockstep now. Oh, hey, oh, you want to build there? Okay, this is the deal: Apple, peaches, pumpkin pie, whoever, Disney. When did you ever think that your country would sell out? the way it did. Well, they did. Okay. And I'm not going to bother my friends and my family who has iPhones and iPads, but you know, if you just put them up under a couple of farm tractors and take pictures and put them up on Twitter and Facebook, Hey, China, look at this. I'll tell you what, the Chinese would do it to us. If those things were made in America, they would be crashing them. We'll track the trailers. They would crash them with cars. They would run over motorcycles and bicycles. That's what they would do. But they know you are already addicted. You took the shot and that's it. So how do we get out of this? I really don't know at the present time, but I'm going to tell you something. Dr. Mike and I know how communism works. We know it very well. And some of you listening to this show know how it works. Many of you know how it works, especially if you're a little bit older. Now, if you sent your child to the poison ivy schools, which many of you Oh, it's a great school. Oh, we're spending $100,000. And then they'll come out and somebody will have the job and you'll be paying the loan. Okay. That's another story for another day. But right now you have to think about where we are. This is a major move. And you did you, wait a minute. I want to ask a question to all of my audience here with Mike. Mike, did you see any congressman come out in the last 24 hours on this? Haven't seen anything. They must be on the Sunday morning show with Jimmy Jordan. Hey, yeah. let's talk to Chuck Todd. Let's talk to Chuck Todd. How about uh, Snuffleupagus, George uh, Papadopoulos there? Can we get some uh, Savlaki on the show while we're here? A little bit in the back room, you know, make up corner, you know? 
They're on the weekend shows where they shouldn't be on, and they are not on our show, and they are not on other alternative media because they're all glamour girls and glamour boys. And they're on there, and, and they slap them silly. Oh, my gosh. When they go on those shows, they just slap. Oh, did you see him? Oh, did you see her? What are you doing on these weekend shows? Let them go bankrupt, man. Let the Democrats go on there. You know, let me tell you something. I got to give it to the Democrats. They don't take any slack, no flack, no nothing. They'll get on there and slam you against the wall. It'll be like MMA. But Republicans, light in the loafers where I come from. We used to call them Pinocchios. And I think we got a lot of Pinocchios and Pinocchios, including uh, Choo Choo Charlie over there in the secretary's position. You know what I mean? Yeah, Mike. Yeah, I, th I think what, what also you, you need to regard this uh, executive order or mandate is what it really is, is, is also authorizes all of this kind of equity crap in every institution in the United States, whether it's uh, civil servants at state levels, local levels, town levels, it'll go to police forces, it'll go to, doc to medical uh, universities, to uh, dental universities. So you'll be getting people who become doctors, police lieutenants, uh, heads of departments and state governments who are there not because uh, they have the talent for it or the, the capacity for it, but because they've been picked uh, as the anointed ones from a particular um, uh, grouping. And you'll have surgeons who can't surgeon, you'll have teachers who can't teach. Uh, it's, it's a destructive thing right to the bottom of our society. And... Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's almost unimaginable that that this, such a thing like this, if somebody takes it to court, uh, could stand. But the courts are so are now so um, corrupted that there may be a Supreme Court justice who would vote for this kind of nonsense. Uh, yes, I think. You know, I was telling a lawyer the other day. I said the biggest problem with our country is your career and your your choice of a career, because I think lawyers are the biggest detriment. I hate to say it, to our country, you know, they've created all this stuff. You know, we've overload of prisons and appeals and uh, let's go to the higher court, the higher court, the higher court. And we have a Supreme Court that uh, obviously they're black, they're blackmailed or something. OK, I mean, they make these rulings that are ridiculously stupid. OK, and this this goes back a while. It's just not this present court. Um but they'll probably rule on something like this and say, well, you know, it's fair to Midland. You know, I got a lifetime job here as a black robe. And that's another thing, this lifetime stuff. Gosh, man, what a grift. I mean, the taxpayers pay for the worst government. You know, you, your representation is horrible. Uh, you really it's we're in we're in dire straits. We got the last minute before we go down to the commercial and then we'll be back for the next segment. Mike, one minute. Can you do it? Yeah. <laughs> I can do something, but I want to. I just want to stress that for people who have children out there, you're going to send them to schools now increasingly that aren't going to educate educate them. It'll it's a it's a mental crippling process. So all groups are equal or have equity, which means the dummies get whatever your A student child gets, and that goes for black parents, white parents, Asian parents, whatever. It's out. It's a. It's a method of destroying a society and turning it turning it into an authoritarian one. 
as the Soviets did, as the Chinese did, as it, uh, Pol Pot did, as, as the Colonel noted. So it's a disaster on, on uh, uh, very high octane fuel. And um, if it hasn't been sold to the Chinese. All right, we're down to the last second, and here we go. You're on America Out Loud, National Security Hour, with the two mics. Every Monday, 7 p.m. We'll be back after the commercial. It was Henry Wadsworth Longfellow that said, Lives of great men all remind us we can make our lives sublime and departing leave behind us footprints on the sands of time. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. For 40 years, alarmists have been warning of a climate catastrophe, yet none of their dire predictions have come true. Temperatures have not soared, sea level rise has not been unusual, and extreme weather events have not increased in either frequency or intensity. In short, there is no climate emergency. For 15 years, the International Climate Science Coalition has led the call for climate realism and a Made in America climate plan a plan based on real science that responds to the real-world needs of Americans, supports economic growth, and strengthens our essential infrastructure, a plan that protects the environment and ensures that Americans can enjoy the blessings of clean air, clean land, and clean water for generations to come. It's time to put ideology and pseudoscience aside. It's time for a sensible climate plan. For more information or to donate, visit our website, icsc-climate.com Welcome back to America Out Loud. You're on with two mics on the National Security Hour every Monday, 7 p.m. Thank you for joining us again. We want to thank our executive producer, Mary, and Malcolm at America Out Loud. This is where you come to get the truth. Okay, America Out Loud, 
And you're going to get it from the two mics every Monday at seven. Welcome back, Dr. Shoyer. Go ahead, sir. I was uh, just thinking down on the last during, segment, last segment here. Go ahead. Yeah. I was just thinking during the, the, the break there that, you know, maybe this is this is old news in the sense that what equity produces is 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 rot and uh, uh, inferior performance. Maybe they've been teaching it at the at the military academy since the end of World War II. Maybe that's why we never win a war. Maybe that's why we have fools like uh, Petraeus and Milley and that character that's the Secretary of Defense, Austin. And they go down the line and tell you black is white and, and uh, day is night and we eat it up and they're always wrong. For, for 30 years or for 20 years, we listen to every Secretary of Defense and every you know, multi-star general tell us that the light was at, they could see the light at the end of the tele, uh, tunnel in Afghanistan and that the new Afghan army trained by America would be able to defend it. Well, it fell in one day and we got chased out of there. So maybe equity has been the rule at the military academies for a long time. I think you may be right there, Dr. Scheuer. I mean, let's let's go down memory lane. Uh, how many CIA directors did we have when you were in there? Let's start naming them. Oh, I came in under Casey. Tenant. Later on. Uh, a fellow that was a was came from the Defense Department who was found guilty of illegally taking documents home, but it never it never slowed his career a lick, but I can't remember his name. Did he wear um, glasses? I think he did. He's a very smart man. He was a chemist or a, phys a, a phys physicist or something like that. Very smart man, but he mm -hmm. just was a, apparently not very prone to believe the rules applied to him. Right. I know the face. I can't remember the name. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, I'm lost in a in a in a, a circle of uh, oh that that character who is at SAIC uh, he's kind of a, a media whore. What, <laughs> what what's his name? Jim Wolsey. Oh yeah, he was Clinton's uh, uh, CIA director, and he helped Clinton uh, get help. He helped Clinton shed the agency of many sources who they didn't think were nice enough people. Uh -huh. um, guys who were the, we had recruited people that, you know, for example, to, to, to just to pull one out of the air, you recruit people who can do bad things and then who would report on the others who are going to do them and maybe you can stop it all. So we had a guy that was making somewhere in South Asia, uh, firing mechanisms for remote controlled uh, detonations. And he was not only doing that, but giving us information about it and giving us a, a chance to stop it. And we had to cut him because he was not a good guy. A good guy wouldn't do that. Clinton, I guess, and in, in, in Woolsey never understood that there's very few um, ministers and Presbyterians among the, gas, the, 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 the terrorists of the world and the insurgents of the world and the bad guys generally. You have to have the bad guys to go after the bad guys. That's the way intelligence works. Hey, Mike, would John Deutsch ring a bell? Deutsch is the name. That's exactly right. All right. How do you like that? Ten points for Colonel Mike. And then we had William Burns, who's in the news these days, right? William Burns is back out there on the scene. Oh, that's he? he's there now, isn't he? Yeah, he's out there. He's I think he's a special something. He 
He's the Ukrainian specialist. I think he's in charge of the music or something. Yeah. And, and don't you forget have that very movie star, handsome, brilliant guy, Brennan. Yes, yes. We had yes. Brennan. Yeah, what, you what, know was his, what his first success at the agency was as an analyst? He wrote a paper that said by like 1995 or 2000, Saudi Arabia would be a cosmopolitan European-like country. Yeah, they call it Paris uh, Riyadh now. Paris Riyadh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had we had James Wolsey. James Wolsey, if I'm correct, was the guy who made the super trade. What do they call that? A super trade with jo- the Jonathan Pollard? Was that a Pollard deal? I th- well, it, it, Pollard occurred under Clinton, so very very much. Yeah, I think uh, Wolsey was. He might have been involved with the Pollard deal. The major been, I, major I, I, major spy. I always thought that Pollard should be sent back to Israel, but not before he was drawn and quartered. Yeah. Like, <laughs> all had, like all treasonists should be. We had Porter Goss. They they put him on a That's horse. Right. And they put That's they right. sent Porter Goss on a horse, sent him out. Remember him? Yep. Something yeah. happened there real quickly. He'll then never make a postage stamp. <laughs> then we had Porter Goss, and we had David Petraeus and Leon Panetta. Who could forget Leon Panetta? The Panchetta of Panettas. I mean, I mean, and Mike Morell, Mike Morell, another one. Then we had Mike Pompeo, who just, by the way, is going to probably be running for president. Imagine that. Huh? Oh, boy. He's the guy that got on the pulpit and says, this is a live exercise. And then Trump says, I wish somebody would tell me that was during that COVID. You remember COVID? How many years ago was COVID now? 500? No, two years. Ago, right? <laughs> yeah. All the geniuses. But if you look up Jonathan Pollard in our history books, major spy, and we gave him to Israel. And I think, if I'm correct, Woolsbury there was the guy involved on that one. Okay, so isn't it isn't it handsome that we have all the geniuses that run these shows, you know? Um, Then we had Petraeus, you know, and then what was it? Two years ago, they would call him Don't Betray Us. David, don't betray us. Another (laughs) one. I said it before, Colonel, but he's the only general that ever lost two wars all by himself and became DCI or uh, Director of Central Intelligence afterwards. Obvious, obviously, he's never read the books of uh, Ulysses Grant, where he says, Rent- relentless pursuit. In <laughs> relentless pursuit. That's why Grant went after them. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, we've had, uh, look, it's Losers Academy all. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, I don't know. It's uh, you spin the spin the spin the wheel. I guess that's what you call it. That's you, just, you just hope that uh, you know an equity um, awardee is not taking out your kids' tonsils or or uh, performing heart. Well, let, let's just touch that real quick because I heard the other day, and I think General McInerney was supposed to speak on the National uh, Security Hour about this with another general. Apparently, they're taking kids out of high school and first year of college. To put them on these uh, these machines, you know, these flight machines, the simulators, uh-huh. and one kid—I'm not going to say if he was white or black—doesn't matter. You know, one kid—he uh, crashed the 747 six times in about ten minutes, <laughs> and his his when they added up all his crashes for the day, he was over 100. Okay, that was one guy that they pulled out. So they're so desperate now that it's it's going to go beyond the racial thing. It's going to be. Maybe we'll take them out of high school. Maybe we'll take them out of the first year of uh, community college. And it was such a disaster that it leaked out that these guys just 
what they think could be, you know, because remember, they gave all the guys the jabs and uh, <laughs> these guys are falling apart. They can't fly. You know, today, if you take a plane, you never know. You don't know who's behind the uh, cockpit now. No, and you don't know who's doing the mechanics work. It's right. You don't know the mechanics. You don't know anything. So we are in dire straits. And that's because it's all about saving your life. We want to save your life. We want you to have the best medicine to save your life. Today, another guy's in a hospital. Movie star Tom Sizemore. He wound up in a hospital. Sharon Stone is in tears. Her brother died of an, uh, one of those sudden heart attacks. If you notice, every day, another one or two, another one or two, another one or two, you know, after a brief illness, in quotation marks, there we go, after a brief illness. Well, can we find out what the brief illness was? Anybody want to know what the brief illness was? Anybody know? Do you want to tell us? All these people have brief illnesses. (laughs) It's something. We don't know what it is. It's maybe it's that old song, love is in the air. You know, (laughs) spring is coming. I don't know. Maybe it's the allergy season. We're coming down to the last seven minutes. We're happy to be on America Out Loud, the National Security Hour, where you get the truth and all the news. And remember, on Monday, tune in. You can download the app. Go to iHeartRadio. Two mics every Monday, 7 o'clock drive time. On the way home, just hit the button. Oh, I know who's on now. Two mics from the National Security Hour. I want to know what's up with these guys. So, you know, listen, we're really happy to be on. And today we're just, it's President's Day, so we're just being a little bit loose, covering the bases. Again, uh, the big news, Biden, executive order. This is a problem, Mike, this executive order stuff. My gosh. Oh, it is. Whether it's Trump or Biden or any other president, they don't have the constitutional authority on that uh, to do that kind of thing. Why Mm -hmm. would one man have the power to close down the U.S. energy industry? Yeah. And, but yet no one takes it to court. No one gets it to the Supreme Court. No one does anything. Um, you know, you can't have a war without the Congress declaring war. And yet we have them constantly. Oh, we, we're we're eternal war country now. And yeah. now and now you, now they want to push this guy Putin's nose, you know, in dirt and just keep pushing him up against the wall. I mean, they think this guy's not going to pull a pin at some point, you know. They say, well, he doesn't have, they got, they got propaganda today. He doesn't have the nukes. They were taken away. Come on. I mean, you guys don't want to stop with this propaganda, America. You know, apparently we like dealing with communists in China, but we don't like a, a guy that says he isn't communist, whether he is or he isn't. Okay. And they're balkanizing this country. That's the word I was looking for before. Balkanized. Yeah. We're being balkanized, man. Just look what they did in Serbia, Kosovo. They're doing it to us. Only in Serbia and Kosovo, they were white. They were different, you know, but they were white. Here it's white and black. Now, there are a lot of black people. We have friends and we have friends that come on our other shows that are our friends and they don't agree with this stuff either. You know, you're either under one tent or that's it. But this is how communists operate. This is how the Soviets operated. This is how you're going to see it in Venezuela. You see it in Cuba. You know, you see it all over. They want to be the oligarchs. They want to be the fascists. They want to be the communists. And if you don't think we're there, get your head examined. You know, we'll- you know that's a very good point, Colonel. And uh, it really, what 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 equity is is a discrimination. That's it. it. It's a discrimination by the government against people they don't think can take care of themselves. Like the Democrats always saying that it's too hard for blacks to understand about 
how to uh, get a identification card to show at the at isn't the, that isn't that hilarious? At, isn't, yeah. I mean, that's a comedy show, really. Think about it. It is. It's a it's a joke, and that. But people say, oh, oh, if that's the case, we should maybe send a taxi to pick up his vote, mm-hmm. or or it's so it's so demeaning to say, well, you people aren't really whether black, white, what are, you particular bunch of people are just never going to make it. So we're going to make it for you. You don't have to really work. You just have to show up every day. Oh, by the way, we have a couple of minutes left to the till we sign off on the last segment. And we want to thank you again for listening to America Out Loud, National Security Hour with two mics every Monday, seven o'clock. Um, they found out it was fake news and it came through uh, PJ Media that uh, Ron DeSantis was being backed by Soros. He just thought, you know, the last Nazi standing, George Soros, he just thought, well, you know, if I could just support DeSantis, I'll get a third party run with Trump and then the Democrats could take it back. It was just a typical Soros move. But everybody fell for it. OK, everybody said, oh, look, he's a... he wasn't supporting uh, Ron DeSantis. He was just making statements, but everybody flew with it. OK, but I'll let you in on a little secret. He will do anything to destroy this country. He's done it in other countries. He bet against their currencies in England and Thailand. He tried to overthrow the Myanmar government three times, two hunters and one, one government to put in a radical under Obama with Clinton. Her name was Aung San Suu Kyi, who's now probably on the house arrest again. So uh, George Soros is a very dangerous man and a very dangerous man to our country. And we allow him to run rampant like Zuckerberg and put all this money and play with the election systems. Again, quotation mark, election denier. Anything they don't like, they call you an election denier. And then they get the New York Times and the Washington Post and everybody to jump in the bandwagon and say, oh, they're the bad guys. Well, you know what? Dominion just came out the other day and said something about, well, our shit's pretty crappy. You know, our stuff is pretty bad. Um, we think we have a problem. Oh, really? That's two years after the fact. You know, we can't curse on here. I'm sorry I even said that word, but um, pretty uh, poopy, let's say. How's that? Pretty poopy of them? You think so? Two minutes to the final. You get it, Dr. Mike, and then we sign off. Well, I, I think you, you hit so many good points today, doctor, and I hope I support it a little bit. But it, it's a it's a very, very dangerous thing what they're doing. It's mm-hmm. it is a it is the road to uh, uh, re-education camps. They're already building the FEMA camps. What do you think? What what do people think they're? Well, they're going to have Netflix. They're going to have Netflix and uh, what's the <clears> name? <throat> Kevin Costner's new series. They're going to have all the NFL and NASCAR. Don't worry, they're going to have everything waiting for you on the big screen. We're coming down to the last minute. We're going to have to get ready to sign off, Mike. But uh, we'll talk about FEMA camps in another another episode. But I'll yeah. tell you what. Uh, there ain't going to be no Kevin Costner. There ain't going to be no Netflix. And there ain't going to be no sports. No. So get that pickup truck and go down to J6 Gulag and protest outside with your American flag while you can do it before they put up the new flag, yeah. which will be the WEF with the picture of Klaus Schwab. Okay, one- Klaus Schwab's face. <laughs> and uh, you, what's his name? The the Jewish guy? <laughs> oh, yeah. Harari. Harari. All right, that's it for us. We're signing off. America Out Loud. Two mics. Monday, 7 p.m. Thank you once again. 